You all, the game just happened. Holy jeez. We out here Saturday we, afternoon. Real real quick, a lot of you are silent today. Uh-oh. Some of you still chirping. Mm-hmm. Daniel and I are going to overreact because this just in. This is what this podcast is for on Saturdays after the game. Yep. Overreaction telling you why Georgia is the best team in all the land once more unequivocally next on Locked on Bulldogs. You are Locked on Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, everybody? Uh, welcome to a Saturday afternoon edition of the Lockdown Bulldogs podcast. Today's episode brought to you by Game Time. More on them in a second. It was game time for the Georgia Bulldogs. And, um, whoo, Clint ran the gamut of emotions in this game, didn't we? We, we had some highs. We had some lows. And uh, we're going to talk about all of it today. Thanks so much for being here. Thanks for being a part of this podcast. If you're just finding us, if you're just tuning in, this show is for fans, by fans. If you're a fan of the University of Georgia or you're a fan of another team who loves to hate the University of Georgia, we got plenty of you subscribing to the show as well. So just subscribe, hit that like, leave us a comment, leave us a rating and review. All those things are appreciated. Um, Clint, before we get into yeah. the game today, and we're going to yeah. get into the game, we won't spend much time on this, but let me just say this right now. It's our first Saturday with the subtext and the subtext was popping it was i loved it it was so much fun we had so much fun interacting with all of you thank you so much for all of your uh messages and all of your thoughts on the game a lot of you sending us pictures of your your the view from the stands in sanford stadium where you're at your tailgate wherever you're whatever you're doing we we obviously couldn't respond to every message. There were so many of them, but we um, we had so much fun interacting with you. Get on to the subtext. The link is in the description if you want to be a part of the community. Game days with the subtext is going to be so much fun this season, Clint. Turns out a lot of you overreact like Daniel and I. Turns yeah, out no, a lot felt- of you... It's almost like, again, this four fans by fans thing. We're just the ones that get to do this ongoing. But, man, it felt so good to be It felt like our group text just expanded. That's all it felt like. You and I normally have the text going during the game, and this just felt like a natural extension of that. Um, All right, Clint. Incredibly slow start by the Georgia team. First quarter was not ideal. Can we just And then things exploded from there, 45 to 3. Final yep. score. Um, Georgia does not get the cover, or does barely squeak the cover, depending on what number depending you got it. Depending on when you got it. But it our was, lock was our lock was was at forty one and a half, right, Daniel? Yeah, That's it seems our, right. Our it seems right. Um, I know. I know that I made a same game parlay. Georgia team total over forty four and a half, uh, and. Um, Ball State team total under six and a half, and so I cashed well, that. I feel I feel great, great about cash. that. Um, uh, a slow start. Yes. A lot of you making comments on the subtext need to start better. Scotty, sure. I totally agree with you. It, better teams. We cannot come out of the gate. This is two weeks in a row. Got to start better. Um, so Clint, let's, let's avoid negative town for right now. And well, you because- tell me who showed out for you today. 
I was just going to say, I'm going to avoid negative town because outside of that first quarter, it was frustrating at times. But then after there, 75% of the game to me was exactly what you and I were looking for of this game. Daniel, This when we came on the show yesterday and we said, what yeah. are we looking forward to? Don't sleep on. What are we excited about? We we were somehow, I don't know how, the mind meld between you and I has, mm-hmm. has merged. But now all, upon, all of a sudden we get in that same thing with Kirby. Same thing mm-hmm. with shoe because mm-hmm. we're just melding with them. Offensive line rotation. Hello. Yeah. We saw Hello, a lot of bodies. Line we saw a lot of, a lot of bodies. And- Left guard, right guard, whole bunch of people rotating in and out green as well. I mean, I mean, he held down as well, but there was a lot of transition, a lot of rotation on that side. So, uh, and, and I think Daniel, I think what we're seeing from the emergence of running back Dylan bell, which, okay. Jeez. Oh, I mean, um, here's you're going to drop that many passes and you're going to look like that when you carry the football. Let's just go ahead and make you a full-time running back. Okay, Dylan Bell? Here's what it showed me. And here's what it showed later with with uh, uh, Roderick. He did the same exact thing. You, you mentioned yes, this sir. in the text between you and I. Mm-hmm. Those two showed me that the offensive line at times is doing a good job blocking and the running backs don't have vision to go where the holes are because these running you backs can't need just- to find lines. Yeah. These running backs need to find lanes. Uh, Roderick did. Bell did. Offensive line showed me a great deal. And so, Daniel, on the offensive side of the ball, I was pleased. C.J. Yep. Smith as well, playing real, getting specialized plays just for him, which yes, I, I thought yes, was sir. a great Absolutely. sign. Calling his name specifically on that, that end around. Um, I think on the offensive line specifically, I'm going to talk about defense next, but it was exactly what I wanted to see. Let's talk about offense because the guys that showed out to me all play the same position. And it's CJ Smith. You already mentioned him. It's Arian Smith. Hello. Welcome to the party. We love to see you. How about that intermediate passing game? Arian Smith filling that void, that 18-yard, 22-yard deep middle. He's He looked amazing on that route. Looked great. Carson with nice timing. Carson was behind a lot of receivers today. But he had he some nice timing was. on that route. Um, so C.J. Smith, Arian Smith, Ra Ra Thomas, we mentioned him on the show last week. He was getting involved in the passing game. That guy's a weapon. And Dom Lovett, especially early in the game, really showing off those hands. I mean, you knew it was an aberration last week because yes. you've seen him play yes. at Missouri. We watched this guy play. He was a freaking stud at Missouri against SEC caliber competition. And so we knew this guy could play. We knew it was maybe just some first game jitters, you know, maybe just a little nerves in the new uniform, all of that stuff. But Dom Lovich came out and he showed out. And Clint, I'm not going to let us get through this first segment, Clint. I'm not going to let us move on to the second segment, Clint, before I sit here and tell you that Makai Muse is the most exciting football player to wear a Georgia uniform in many years. Like, uh, this guy is electric, Clint. Electric. And stop it with, yes, this guy is here because he has great work ethic. That is true. I'm not denying that. The reason why he's on this team and he has a shot is because of his incredible tenacity. But if that's But he ain't no tryhard. He ain't no tryhard, Clint. You. He ain't a tryhard. Dude got speed. Dude got wiggle. Dude got a move where he put his foot in the ground and he just DeAndre Swift a man on a pump. Oh, no. 
Clint, how did we return a punt for a touchdown? And I didn't even. Daniel, didn't you didn't even. You didn't tell us not to sleep on my Muse running a, a punt back for a touchdown. That's I had you. all the information I needed, Clint. Last week gave me everything I needed. It was right eyes. there in front of me. And this amateur hour hack of a podcast host did not. Did, and so now it's over because nobody's sleeping on Mekhi Muse returning a punt for a touchdown in any other week of the season. I can't even use it for the rest of the season. It's and nor over. should they. Mekhi Muse is the real deal. Let's talk about the defensive side of the ball and lots more thoughts about this game when we come back right after these. But these are, in fact, Nutrafol. Nutrafol, Daniel's luscious hair, mm. uh, been talked about many times. Didn't come up in the subtext thread, which I was very, very hap- happy for. Thank the um, Lord. Thank the Lord. Shane Beamer, look alike or not, my man is out here with the Nutrafol. We have it. We use it. We love it. Uh, it you is got the fantastic. shampoos. You got the conditioners. Oh this is not. It's not like. It's I mean, this is just hair level. care products. That's right. They they they're they smell great. They're eat like they're they're fantastic products. They're also going to make your your scalp and your hair healthier. It's a win win right. situation. Nutrafol dot com slash and they're not going to mess with you go. like all the side effects that everything oh, else gosh, has going the on. Chemicals no, no and the nastiness. No, this has been approved by lots of people. It. It's incredibly safe. It's incredibly luxurious. Nutrafol.com slash men. Use promo code locked on. $10 off your first month subscription. Free shipping. That's Nutrafol.com slash men. Spell it for the people, Clint. Promo code locked on college. Uh, N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com slash men. Promo code locked on college. All right. Can we? Sign can we? I, I, I need to. Start I'm going to lead second. off here. I'm going to start need... here because there is a position okay. group, Clint, that took over this game. I'm talking about took over this game. Now it's we not. Got, it's not the position group you think of. It's not the ones that got all the flashy plays in the game. It's not the ones that got all. the... Let's just call it what it is. Georgia got incredibly fortunate with some interceptions in this game. Okay? Some real fluke, freaky plays. That combined with the fact that Malachi Starks went up and just absolutely owned a football in the air. That was not fortunate. That was incredibly skillful. But I'm not talking about the secondary, Clint. The position group that absolutely dominated this game is the interior of the defensive line. I'm talking about my man Warren Brinson, who was absolutely destroying people in there. I'm talking about Jordan Hall. I'm talking about Christian Miller. I'm talking about Nazir Stackhouse. The interior of that defensive line. Now, they got off to a bit of a slow start as well. But once they got a lather going, there was consistent and steady push up the middle. A lot of those throws that were missed were because of pressure in the quarterback's face. A lot of the success of the edge coming off was because of the pressure of the defensive line. The interior defensive line, Clint, was absolutely dominant, I thought, in this game. And uh, and it's hard to single one guy out. But I thought Warren Brinson played the best game of his Georgia career. Uh, we all had Nazir Stackhouse on the tip of our tongue so early on this season, talking about being that guy or Logue. 
But Warren Brinson's that guy. You called it before the season, Daniel. You said you expected a big season out of Warren Brinson. And sure enough, he's showing out. Him and Christian Miller, to me, are the two interior linemen that yep. collapse a pocket the best and disrupt a play scheme. Warren Brinson had this move, I think it was in the second quarter, in which he was trying to be reached. And normally what you do on a reach block is you fight over the top, you fight pressure with pressure, and mm -hmm. you beat the guy to that shoulder. Warren Brinson did something that requires such athleticism that you it's it's do or die. He came under, he threw the man off, came under the reach, and then replaced the guy's hip and got in the backfield, tackled the ball carrier with cat-like reflexes. I was beyond impressed with his play. Just James. throwing bodies around on the interior of that offensive line. Now I know they're overmatched. I get all that. But you love to see an interior defensive line do dominate. Yes. You love to see it. I think Jordan Hall, Jamal Jarrett got a lot of snaps in this game. Those guys are going to continue to come along. Christian Miller, did he come back in the game? Hopefully he's healthy. I th uh, Hopefully he's uh, he was down. I'm not sure he, he came back into the he game. Was. Um, hopefully he's healthy and everything's fine there, but Brinson, Stackhouse, Logue, the interior of that defensive line, um, I thought was absolutely fantastic. Tremel Walthor also, I put, I lump him into that group, even though he plays more on the end, but, um, I thought that group was fantastic. I thought they absolutely played an exceptional game and took over on defense. Where else did you, where else caught your attention on the defensive side of the ball, Clint? Uh, Daniel, I'm already in love with one player that we have that that plays off ball and that's malachi starks he's he okay. is everything okay well, and if, if i told game... you just one number away from him was another player <laughs> thank you thank you dan this i have two names that i want to get to and tyke smith wants himself some Wait. nfl money and he wants Yikes. all the smoke and he wants every single tackle he hmm. wants his nose in the middle of every scrum that guy does not care and he's not afraid and he's coming with bad intentions to end your game plan he's incredible he is one of my favorite dogs quickly ascending by the the play of what he did here because these safeties what we found out from this game also is these safeties are going to have to bail out the corners i think a little bit this season we're, we're not talking negative but i'm i'm saying right now the corner position right now is not solidified how about that is that yeah fair it's a bit liquid it's liquid it's the safety liquid. position ain't nothing liquid about that no okay. no we rock no. solid there it's Beyond uh, Tyke Smith, Malachi Starks, uh, Daniel, these guys are everything you want in safeties. I they absolutely Smith is a dog, Clint. He is just a get your nose into the pile and mess something up, dog. Like, he, I love it. I, I the tenacity, the aggression that he plays with, yes, uh, yes, having him at star up right around the line of scrimmage is such an advantage versus having him at safety. Now I know safety gets to come downhill and often like get in, like read and diagnose a defense and, and that's great. But having Ty a guy like Tyke Smith, who is a bit undersized, but boy, he does not play undersized Clint. He no. is, no. he, he is tenacious and he is tough and physical. And I absolutely love everything about this guy. Uh, yeah, Tyke Smith. Okay, now the, the other name that there. I'm beginning to see. We we wanted to see a lot, and we saw a great deal. I said I wanted to see the inside linebacker position with mm -hmm. C.J. Allen. Mm -hmm. Daniel, this man he is not just coming for a reserve rep role. He's not coming for number two position. I don't think he knows what that is. But. He doesn't know because he is coming 
to be the top guy at inside backer. Now, again, temper. I, I'm I'm talking to myself right now. Okay, sure. As well as you sure fan. you are. You're not listening to yourself. No. But you are talking to yourself. Temper the expectation a little bit because again, this is we're we're not in SEC play yet. This is the hardest position in all of college football at Georgia to come in and play right away. So I get it. However, mm-hmm, I want mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. to go look mm-hmm. at film and you tell me there's another inside linebacker currently playing at a higher level than CJ right now. You can't do that. CJ Allen is a dude right now that is right up to par with JDJ with when whenever we get healthy and we have a full inside linebacker room i anticipate him still being in the mix to play early and often not he reserve will role. yes absolutely he will play he will be in every game this season cj allen will play in every game this season that is a hundred percent factual it's going to be interesting to see what happens to the rotation we'll talk more about this 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 week obviously going into south carolina completely different completely different situation yes but yes C.J. Allen's going to play in every game this season. All right, we've got a lot more thoughts. We've got more to cover, more reactions. Um, None of them are tempered, and all of them are coming up right after these. And these are, in fact, game time. Game time.co. Daniel and I are still looking for tickets for that Kentucky game. Many of you on the subtext thread have said, hey, just to let you know, if you need some tickets, I I got some. We, I know a guy. I have him myself. I know a gal. And we appreciate that. That that community is ongoing. Join the subtext thread. And maybe you can share some tickets with dog fans that you don't have to do it elsewhere. But if you were in a pinch and if you were if didn't you have need, the amazing If you group, need it, it's like the last minute, Clint. What in the world is, are we to do? Game time is where you go. Download ah. the Game Time app or gametime.co. It's last minute. It is effective. Uh, it is easy to use. They have all guaranteed prices out of the yin yang. It's incredible what they have. We're not freaking out about it because I know at the end of the day, game time is going to help us out. If I get myself in a pinch, I might be stupid, but they are not. They're going to help me out. And right now, you get $20 off with promo code locked on college. That's right. You go to gametime.co or the game time app, download and put in promo code locked on college, $20 off your order of whatever tickets you need for Georgia this coming year. Gametime.co. $20 off locked on college. All right, Daniel, we talked about the defense. We talked about the offense. Uh, we're here with the 199. Let's They're here go with us. 199. Many of you are asking where to get this shirt. Bonfire.com slash store slash the 199. Here comes the death march, which is in a little bit of a hiatus right now. Until yeah, we're we not doing out. the death march right now because <laughs> Brock Vandegrift of Vandalay Industries is coming in and he just he hooking it down the field. He said, I don't want that three yard out on third and two. Uh, We did not see a lot of these backups this week, Clint. Now, we predicted that we would, and we didn't see. Not only did they not get a lot of snaps, I honestly didn't think Carson Beck was going to play in the second half. It's interesting to me that he played the entire third quarter. It's interesting to me. There was something to it. Um, Maybe more on that later in the week. But when the backups did come in, they each only got one series. Neither of them looked good. Like I, no. I, I get that it's not all them. It's not all their fault. Like it's not all that. But um, neither of them looked particularly great. No. I thought Carson looked good, not great today. Um, we're not going to spend a ton of time talking about the quarterback. I thought he looked good, not great. I thought Bobo's play calling was much improved this week. I thought I it was fantastic. I want everybody to stop here and listen to this for just a hot second. Okay. What this game showed me is it. a lot of things are clear once you got more time. 
what became very evident this week is Mike Bobo is not a, a problem, the problem or anywhere near uh, uh, something mm-hmm. that is a detriment to UGA. His play calling this week, Daniel, and and in retrospect, last week to a great degree, is just fine. This is the UGA offense that we came to know and love under right. Todd Munkin. This, we're seeing the same exact thing, y'all. That's it's absolutely right. I thought there was some there was some creative play calls. I thought there was some interesting play calls. I thought the goal line play calling was good. I thought some of the goal line execution was not so good. Right, it was a touchdown. Rosemi did not pi. Yeah. Well, that I mean that was a bad call. There was some. There was a few throws that you know Carson probably wishes he could have had back if he puts that ball a little bit more outside. Brock Bowers catches it on a first down touchdown pass. Touch if. You know some better, some better blocking up front, and maybe we're not running for our life. You know, on the first drive of the game, down by the goal line, I thought the execution, but I thought that on on the whole, I thought the play calling was much better. I thought it was, I thought it was good. Um, I am, I will be very interested to see what's what's happening with Javon Bullard. I will just say that right now. Um. We haven't listened to Kirby's presser yet. We recorded this right after the game ended, so maybe he'll provide an update. Spoiler alert, he will not provide an update. If we needed that. him, he could have gone. He could have gone, but he was just wearing a boot anyway. Um, <laughs> I'm To say that I have concern about that, you know. Now, David Daniel, I thought, played fine. I, I, didn't fine. Think, I didn't find anything wrong with his play. I want Javon Bullard in there. That's a first-round draft pick. That's a guy that we need on the field. Um, let's get some, some thoughts from the subtext to end this out. By the way, if you want to join the subtext community, you get a 14 day free trial. If you like it, great. Stick around. If, if you find that it's not interesting or it's not worth your time, that's fine. Cancel. No big deal. Keep, keep becoming a part of the podcast. A lot of you in the 199 already in there. If you want to join, the link is in the description of the audio or the video that you're watching right now. Um, so jump on there. Get a 14-day free trial, which will cover you for the next two home games. We have a blast on Saturdays. Some thoughts from the subtext, Clint. How concerned are you about the run game? Because some people are concerned about the running game for Georgia, particularly the running backs. Is it the running backs? Is it the offensive line? You mentioned this a little bit earlier in the first segment. On a scale of 1 to 10, how how many alarm bells should we be sounding about the fact that Georgia's run game looks um, unusual? Yeah. It looks pedestrian right now. And and here's, I, I think I come away with two, ah, three things. One, Dejon Edwards is playing next week. He did not see the field at all because there was not a chance that he needs to work himself. If we needed him, he could have gone. I understand that. Yeah. He's playing next week. That's uh-huh. really going to solidify this run game. Dejon Edwards has never been more important that's a known team. commodity, Dejan, right now. That is a known commodity, absolutely. Second thing. Okay. Tell they have tons else. of film that, that we're going to get grades back and we're going to know what offensive line group, what group of five is the most successful mm. group of five. We have now metrics and evidence and eyeballs and film to go off of. Last week, we did not. We, we kept running out the same guys. It seemed this week we had a rotation, and I think we're going to, solidify that down so that's point two point three is this um all that being said i'm i'm still worried oh because because yeah. dejan edwards and the five best offensive linemen 
will be it because if you have to go to Dylan Bell to jumpstart, or who by the way Jones, was f- fantastic. I, I'm not. I'm not. That's not a detriment of him. That's not even saying we we actually expanded our run game with him in the back. We did. I mean, but is, you can tell against Mike Bobo is looking for answers in the run game. If yeah. you don't see that, like he's he's running, you know, motion end arounds to guys like CJ Smith. He's putting Dylan Bell in the backfield. He's putting Brock Bowers in the backfield on on several snaps. I know he didn't get a carry today, but he was in the backfield on on a on a handful of snaps. The, the thing that you read into that is that Mike Bobo looks at the run game and says, we can't make it through the season like this. We need to find some answers. Now, maybe he found a bit of an answer in Dylan Bell. Because Possibly. let me just tell you right now, Lad McConkey's coming back. This wide receiver group is stacked. Ra-Ra Thomas, he looks real good. Dom Lovett, he looks real good. C.J. Smith, he looks real good. Arian Smith, uh, Marcus Rosemey, Lad McConkey, you know what he is. Maybe Dylan Bell gets his snaps this year playing running back, and we find a little bit of something like that. I know Dejan coming back is going to help us. I know that Rod Robinson is only going to continue to get better, and he showed that this week. He showed some progression. Yes. He showed some improvement. And you got to remember, this kid's 18 years old. He's a true freshman. He's going to continue to get better. That was my third point. My third point was that Roderick looked very comfortable this game. And and it's only going to increase. It's that should give us a lot of confidence. Better and better. Yeah. But it's going to take six games for him to really, really settle it, Daniel. We need some help at the running back position. We need some help in the run game. Now, one of that those things, to your point, is that the offensive line needs to be settled. A lot of the people, you know, like uh, people in the subtext are making that same point. We need to choose five guys and we need to be able to roll with them. I think that's the point that you just made. Absolutely. But I think the running backs, they need to carry some of this burden because Have the to. play of the running backs is quite frankly, it's not very good. No, so far this year, uh, we would rate it very low. Uh, our boy dog stats just put out on Twitter uh, after the game. He does a deep analysis of, of, all that happened. And one of the things, rushing game metrics, we had a success rate on our rushing game, 40.7%, Daniel. Not not what you're expecting well, that's not, from you. That's not more than half. Yards per play is four yards per play, not good. Adjustment uh, is not great, 0.128. The passing game, conversely, success rate near 60%. Explosive rate, 8.2. Yards per play, almost 10 we were fine there. It it just comes down to that running game. And when Dylan Bell was in the backfield, our entire offense shifted and our passing game opened up. And this is what we've said. It's so you run to set up the pass, you pass to set up the run. This is what Todd Munkin and Mike Bobo want. And without running backs, getting effective yards, expected yards, it's going to be a long long time and we need them to step up. So yes, I I think offensive line I felt very comfortable in this game. The running backs, I am skittish. <laughs> the man is skittish. Man's I'm got, skittish. Man's got skid marks everywhere is what no, he said. His words, not, not mine. It's not what I said. His words, not it's mine. It's not what I said. 
um, dog stats. How do we do in the punt return game? We got any got any metrics let's, on let's that for out. me? How do we do there? Did we do okay? Because um, okay. let's just end on Makai Muse is that dude. I'm fine. Um, I'm fine I with that. I can't even. I can't even tell you how exciting you know, it is to watch Do you understand like that, that he Kirby Smart? This is the type of uh, again. You do the things you're supposed to do. Rosemi Jack Saint had the same exact thing. He blocked on the perimeter a number of great blocks, and he was given rewards in the passing game. Michael Muse goes ahead and does his job in the punt game, and they gave him two plays that were specifically set up for him on the outside to bust. He just was one missed tackle away from scoring on both of those. Y'all, the guy's a weapon, man. He's a weapon. The guy's Take care a freaking of weapon. He's awesome. All right. We're going to be back every day this week. You know the drill. Um, Come on. Hit us up. Send us a message. Uh, reach out. We'd love to interact with you and talk with you. Uh, we will be back on Monday. we got lots more to talk about about this game. And then first SEC game coming up on Saturday. It's a great time to be a Georgia fan. Let's go. We'll see you guys on Monday. See ya.